You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I am your host, Massey Zeman, and my loyal co-host, Graham Trainer. Howdy, partners. Oh, man. Um, big news. <laughs> big news out there. The over-under is still at .45. We've gone a week, two weeks of summer without an incident. Oh, I, I mean, oh, that's good. Um, there's danger out there every day. There, there, exactly. there are people taking selfies with Mother Elk and Mother Moose and Mother Bear, and it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time at this point. Uh, <laughs> Selfs that are getting up and putting their arm around them now? Yeah, they're like, you're like, oh, do you want belly rubs? Are you a good bear? Are you a good bear? Do you want belly rubs? And Bear's like, I don't know. I don't know you. Get out of here. I just want to, yeah, I just, I'm looking forward to that, that first, uh, you know, NSFW video that's like Leo and the Revenant. It's just going to be beautiful. Oh my god, uh, that's so terrifying. There are people. There are people everywhere. And you know how last yeah. summer, you Darwinism. know, yeah. Darwinism is a, it's a real thing. <laughs> a, little, a little bleach of the gene pool won't 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 hurt anybody. <laughs> um, but my point is, there's people everywhere. And last year, because of COVID, they had all the restaurants had the outdoor seating, and which is yeah. a good idea. I liked it. I like the idea of outdoor seating, spread out a little bit, give these restaurants a couple more tables, make some money, especially because more and more people are coming to town. But the problem is, make, I think they make that money. Yeah. The the problem is they've kind of overdone it and everyone has tables out in the street and parking oh, they, and parking has been like cut by like probably like 20%. So they've got uh they're still allowing the street the excuse me, the street cafes for yeah. like some of the restaurants. Oh yeah. Which is, which is great. But I think it's a little bit overdone on center street right there by, uh, what used to be 11. And I forget what else is right there. Heather James and, and Altamira art, fine art there. Center street. Yeah, you can only park Teton on tiger. Right. You can only park that on new, that, new, that new stupid. I mean, awesome hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Cloudville. I actually went to the bistro the other night for a, uh, for a little, our the celebration of our 2019 Christmas party that Teton Art Services just uh, celebrated in in May. Uh, point is, there's there. a hotel there now, and there's no parking there. It's just a walkway for all the tour buses that people getting off the tour bus at the parking lot. It's just a walkway now. I'm like, maybe we overdid it. Maybe we overdid it, Jackson. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's kind of weird. Like, we're kind of living the same – we're living just, like, city traffic lives together. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> listeners, I'm still on assignment. Um, hopefully, I'm coming through a lot better. I went out and uh, spent some of our valued uh, petty cash from Teton Sports Talk on this awesome new headset that's for gamers. And, um, I mean, I am a gamer, if you know what I mean. Right. But I'm kind of starting to wonder if, if uh, Jackson's the new Austin. Is Jackson the new Austin? Uh... Yeah. You know, What's we're a couple of skyscrapers away. Hmm. That's true. But, you know, the Tetons, skyscraper. There you go. The uh, Yeah, there's people everywhere. The The fifth wheels are out and about. It's full on summer and has been. And I'm angry August is going to come early. Have Re you gotten hit by a car yet? No, I don't think I've. I don't think anybody's gotten hit by a car yet. I haven't been keeping up with a police blotter that close. <laughs> but uh, I have personally not experienced being hit by a car. Good. I think hopefully people will be nice to you this summer if you got that um, 
that brace and your little arm pillow going. Yeah, I will say this woman opened the door for me. I wasn't. I was coming into the Center for the Arts, and this woman was like, "Oh, please allow me." And it wasn't the correct door. And I was like, I um, almost walked through the door just to just to make her feel better. But I was like, I'm not coming this way. Thank you. Your gesture is appreciated. I would I would definitely do that. Um, I totally understand. It's 2021. It's good. It's good that uh, you're getting you're getting treated like that equally. I like that. Yeah. So for those who for those who don't know, I had shoulder surgery on Monday, and they wanted they were like, you can do either do Monday or Thursday, and I was like, well, I got a show on Thursday, so we better pencil it in for Monday. Oh, okay. So you got a show on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me just let me change my whole doctor schedule for this. <laughs> I didn't say that. I was like, Monday, Monday will be fine. Surely by Thursday, I'll I'll hit my stride. Um, but let's let's huddle up. Yeah, he's like, I don't have thousands of elective surgeries that have queued up from from coronavirus. Waiting. What do, what do uh, I go, know? Go for it. What do I know? I'm just a doctor. Um, the huddle is the good news of the week, the critical number of the week, something you are stuck on, quote or question of the week. I'll kick it to me, kick it to you, Graham. What is your good news of the week? Uh, mine is the Who's are in the Super Regional. They take on uh, Dallas Baptist, two of my least favorite words put together there. Yes. And uh, Brian O'Connor, just an awesome coach, the Tony Bennett of college baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they got the two out of three series coming up Saturday and Sunday. Looking forward to that. And the side note, side note of good, uh, enjoyed watching sports lately without any COVID commercials. They're kind of COVID commercials are kind of kind of uh, kind of kind of over. Yeah, Did you I noticed that. I I have not. I've been binging Netflix and and Amazon Prime, but the, that's good. It feels it feels like we're making it places. You know, like don't forget to be vaccinated against one of the deadliest virus our generations have ever faced. Yeah, they were so sad. It was like restaurants closing, or like, "Hey, uh, you haven't met our, you haven't met your grandson yet because of COVID." And those kind of commercials, I don't want to see while I'm trying to watch the Mavs blow a series to the, the Clippers. You know? Ooh, should we talk about that? The Mavs are dead. No, 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 I, no we're good. You sure? Because we were talking yes. about a sweep of the Clippers and how the Clippers organization was going to blow up, and then that happened. There's still a chance at the ladder. But the former, I, I mean, I got, I got an egg on my face, as they say in Hollywood. It hurt me. It hurt me just because I knew it hurt you. How about that? Thanks, man. I, my my uh, my shoulder hurts too. <laughs> my good news of the week. I'm sure you saw this. Is college football is the <laughs> the powers of that be in college football <laughs> are deciding next week whether to expand the college football playoff, and the rumor has it from four teams. To 12 teams. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I have. That's a that's a multiplier of three, correct? Yeah. So wh- how it's going to break down is six of the highest ranked conference champions are going to go, and they will have they will have a, a buy, and there'll be six at large bids. Excuse me. The top four teams from each conference gets a buy, and then the six highest ranked conference champs go. And then there's six at large bits or whatever's left over. And I was doing the math and I was like, okay, SEC, ACC, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac 12, and Notre Dame will all be represented by those six slots. Yeah, 100%. And, um, I'm trying to think if, no, continue. You have, you have much more information on this than I do. Well, no, that's, well, that's, that's basically it. Like, it'll be fun to watch more meaningful regular season football. There is an argument out there that regular season football 
importance all those games will mean less but in a that's bogus yeah, yeah that's I, don't, I, don't, I think that there's more games actually that will matter that wouldn't have mattered before exactly maybe some of those games maybe those some of those games there'll be more games that matter uh that may not you know maybe between say a 10 and a 12 exactly before that there was like less games that matter between a two and a four so that's kind of where i'm you know trying to be optimistic about it and, I, and obviously it's it's awesome to have bowl games i'm sure there'll be ones that want to step up like the tire bowl and like have that be a quarterfinal game mm. so i'm looking i'm looking forward to it and at this pace at this rate so the playoff college football playoffs been around for what six to six to eight years Something and then before that yeah so it's so that was there was two teams in the bcs there's four teams now we're growing multiplier of three by the time i'm in my mid to late 50s uva might have a chance when the tournament is at about 48 teams all right all right I, i'm looking for i'm looking forward to my 50s the um yeah so it's, it's just interesting because like the only i will relate it to like an sec schedule but when georgia a two-loss georgia team plays a one-loss florida team in the sec east that'll be a playoff indicator or like a playoff game so to speak in the right. regular season and, and, and i think you'll find that same example throughout the entire all, all the conferences like randomly when Oh, I don't know when like Penn State plays, uh, plays a, uh, uh, I don't know. I was going to say Michigan, but that seems unrealistic. But when Penn State plays Michigan, they'll be playing for, for that like at large bid because Ohio State's obviously going to win, but they're going to play that for that at large bid for the Big Ten. Uh, so it's going to be, I think it makes college football more interesting. Oh, well, actually, this that it will because Jim Harbaugh is probably the most polarizing coach in college football. No offense to save him, but, you know, just in terms of crazy, crazy level, this will save his his career there because he'll be able to maybe eat in at the 12th seed. The, uh, yeah, I can't wait. I've, I, I don't know when this is going to happen. Probably it's going to take like two years to figure this all out, right? Two years? <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen in 2021. We cured the pandemic in less than a year and a half. We can't. Come on. What's going on here? I actually agree with everything you just said. We 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 beat a global pandemic in a year. Surely we can get a stadium saying, "Hey, change your name from Michelin Tire Let's, Bowl to Michelin Tire Playoff Bowl game." Can we get Fauci on the council, please? I think he's already there. He's on the College Football Council. Yeah, yeah, he'll make it happen. We believe in Fauci. He deserves to. Uh, so the good thing about this, obviously, a team, let's just say a Cinderella story that should have happened. Uh, unfortunately, you can't retroactively go back and change it. But UCF could beat Alabama uh, because they would make it into the, you know, into the field. We're kind of looking. You're kind of looking at UCF and Cincinnati and Houston, and I'm trying to name some other ones off the top of my head. Anybody from the Pac-12, right? Boise, Boise State. Boise State, like those teams. Local. Those teams now have even more to play for coming into the into the fall of 2023 yeah. or 2022, whenever they're gonna place this but let's move on what is your critical number of the week mine is the number six six i don't know you don't know not at all six not no a i got nothing a, a certain balding superstar used to wear this in the city of miami oh and he's moving back he's moving back to this number from number 23 also worn by michael jordan and lebron i think what he's trying to do is he's trying to kind of say, hey, it's not the team. It's not Anthony Davis's hamstring or groin. It's my number is why we lost mm. in the first round to the Suns. 
And I did like that there was some reports that came out from obviously notable and trustworthy sources saying, oh, is he going back to Miami? So Pat Riley got fined 25 large because he said, well, he's changing back to six. That was his number in Miami. Uh, what's going on here, LeBron? I saw that Pat Riley quote, and are they calling that tampering? Yeah, $25,000 tampering charge. Uh, that could not have been a, a more vague quote. It's like, hey, Pat Riley, would you like LeBron James to play for your team? And he was like, yes. And it was like, tampering. Like, what? <laughs> he, did, he did it. He said it. He Today said it. Uh, dude, it's it's so it's so dumb. But I did see LeBron James is all about that, though, right? He somehow finds a way to be in the headlines going from 23 to 6. I saw it in a way that he wants to be a villain again, right? He wants to become like the LeBron James of, of years past where he's a villain instead of he's not the best player on the team anymore, you know? So yeah, he wants to make that, he wants to make that, that heel turn like a Harvey Dent, like a uh, Harvey Dent to two face. Exactly. Oh, cool. Um, my critical number of the week is 41. Uh, Dirk Davisky's number. Well, it does have to do with a, a European man. 41 uh Jokic Jokic was yes go ahead is this the votes he got no that was his pick he was picked 41st overall in the NBA draft the lowest pick to ever win the MVP award yeah crazy uh before this the lowest was 15th I believe yeah somewhere around there Giannis Giannis or something I think it's just it's crazy it's funny to think like are we in a are we in an era of the NBA where development is considered like part of the process and, I, and later picks so. are becoming more important. Cause usually in the second round, everyone's like la di da second trash. round, who cares? It's trash. So it's, it's good to see that the players are able to capitalize on their, on their drafts or not on their draft stock, but uh, capitalize on just the ability to get in the NBA. And I think part of the development is this G league that we have and the, College programs is an extended farm league system. It's allowing players to get better before entering the NBA. I have a good uh, knee-jerk headline. Is USA basketball dead? Oh, nice. Uh, no. Jokic, Jokic, Giannis, um, Luka. What's going on here? LeBron's out. Wait, it, are we playing basketball this summer? Is LeBron playing basketball for the United States of America this summer? As number six, I hope. Is Coach K coaching the United States team? Where are we on this? We'll, can, we'll, get to, we'll get to that, man. I'm not totally sure. Yeah, we'll get, an we'll get to the Olympics whenever whenever they uh, whenever they come around. I don't know. That's that's soon though. What is your uh, what is your stuck on? I actually had an honorable mention to critical number ninety four percent slash thirty out of thirty two of the pa- thirty of the thirty two past first round quarterbacks taken quarterbacks taken in the first round of the NFL draft have started in their first season. So that was an interesting number throw out there as well that is an interesting number 30 going out of 32. Into, yeah going into a season where five quarterbacks were taken in the first round which is kind of a lot so we'll hope we'll see if uh yeah i'm sure we'll see all five of them i would think this season at least the first two are going to be like starters week one but do you think Mac, they're they're talking of the patriots like there's a quarterback controversy there you think we see mac jones mid-season after cam newton like if everyone remembers that cam newton can't throw the ball anymore yeah, easily. I bet Nick Camden will turn into the 2000 or whatever that odd year that the Wildcat came around. Yeah. He'll be like a, wild, be like a Lion Wildcat quarterback. 
I watched a clip of when Tom Brady came into the game uh, after Drew Bledsoe went down, and there, there's an image of him of Drew trying to straighten out his face mask that got caved in on his on the tackle, and it's like, oh my god, just sit down and let Tom Brady go in, but Tom Brady never came back out. He did. So uh, give me give me your stuck on. Uh, mine is Aaron Rodgers fatigue. I'm getting fatigue. Fatigue. Yeah. Fatigue. Like I'm just I've, I've had about enough of. Wait, wait. I'm not I'm not Tom Brady. I don't I don't have Tom Brady Super Bowl, so I just need to like stay relevant. I'm going to retire. I'm going to be the Jeff. I just I just had enough, and I I actually noticed this week I was doing a lot of twin research. Uh, unknown, you know, people that are twins. I saw Dennis Reynolds looks a lot like Dan Orlovsky on ESPN. Mm-hmm. So I had another one. Uh, Le- uh, sorry, LeBron. Uh, basically, LeBron of the NFL is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he and Max Kellerman are a spitting image of each other, and they both want to be other people. Uh, Aaron wants to be Tom, yeah. And Max Kellerman wants to be Skip Bayless. Two legends. Two two legends of the of the sports world. Aaron Rodgers is now an, like he's officially a holdout. Is that what we're category categorizing categorizing him as? Uh, I don't think so. I think he's just sitting out mandatory and giving Jordan Love the opportunity to show his skills and you know kind of say if he just wows people in practices, which is pretty stupid. But if he wows people. Yeah, in terms of the front office, and they say, well, the fans are going to get behind it because Aaron Rodgers is turning into kind of a, a pain in the butt, then, you know, it's going to be a bad bad move for him. And I think that he can, by retiring, save a lot more than he would if he sits out actually when it becomes training camp time because this isn't, this isn't training camp yet. So I think that's what holdouts start. This is so reminiscent of the Brett Favre drama. And Brett Favre drama lasted like four or five summers, if I remember correctly. And we're like, oh, in, yeah, we're like yeah, in day yeah. three of Aaron Rodgers' holdout. So you better buckle up. What is the deal? What, what's up? What's up in the water up there in Green Bay? I mean, I don't think Bart Starr did this stuff, but that was a different time back when you know players were more gritty and they cared. Well, it's also funny that Green Bay has never had a lull in quarterback. You know, they're like, well, we'll just find a new quarterback. I'm like that's kind of hard. Y'all just kind of lucked out on this for the last, what, Aaron Rodgers has been in the league 16 years. Brett Favre was in the league for, what, 20? Yeah, since we were since we were able to understand the game of football, they've had, like, zero issue at quarterback. Yeah, so Green Bay doesn't know the, the gun they're staring at. They're like, yeah, new quarterback? Who cares? We'll just, we just get another one. Um, My stuck on, you ready? I'm sure you heard Go about this. Uh, Garrett. Garrett Cole and the spin rate of baseballs, I could really care less about if, if they're using uh, what what, is the, what do they call it spider tack? You got it. Yeah, it just seems so petty to me that something that's been going on for that long, and just to have Garrett Cole be the face of the baseball baseball controversy because he couldn't answer a, a question directly. Yeah, he's getting pooped on to an unfair level. It's such good mid middle of the week entertainment, especially you know baseball getting in. When baseball is in the news, it's either the playoffs or it's a fight. So having just amazing audio, which is my quote of the week that I'm I'm going to play, oh, Eric Cole. I'm yes. sure everybody's heard it, but I can't do it justice. I wanted to try and do an impression. I'm I'm mostly known for Pacino and Bane, but yeah. I want to you know. 
give I want to give it uh, give it a listen here. Yeah, play it away. Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if. Um, Yikes. I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. Um, and that's the best part of it. The rest he just goes to say, well. We, we inherited cheating from the players before us and their daddies before them. Yeah, well, it's so funny that it, that when I first saw that and he was blinking, I was like, uh-oh, he glitched. Yeah, I thought he glitched too. And I, for then, a second, I thought, I thought my computer glitched when I was playing it again. I was like, oh, it's Zoom meetings. <laughs> you know, like we're in a new era of Zoom meetings, so there's just a glitch in the computer. And what's funny is that the only person that says, hey, that you need to pat down the – the pitcher is the opposing GM and the opposing GM was like, I'm not going to pat down any of the pitchers. Cause my pitchers got stick them on his hat as well. Like it's a code. It's a code. Yeah, it's it's a a, code. It's, Don't it's, slow it's down the game. It's one, of, it's one of the only unwritten rules of baseball. I like is the, yeah, just let them have their stuff. Like batters don't want batters want pitchers to at least be able to use uh resin. And I forgot the other, he said it last week. Uh, that they want to have that, so there's control, so they don't get hit in the face. So they definitely want the pitchers to have some sort of um, substances to be able to have better control of their pitches anyway. But obviously, the 18 no hitters this season got to be a bit much. It's so funny how they're just piling on Garrett Cole too. It's like it's it's like give that guy a break. Like he, how do you want him to answer that question? Like honestly, like if he answered it honestly, then you would have jumped on him. And if he and Anderson. Uh, in answered in, in a way to like save himself, they would have been like, "Well, you're disingenuous there too." I thought he was like, I thought he was a like genuine guy without even throwing anybody else under the bus. I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah, he should have done like the Tommy Boy, like, "Oh, the bees," and just kind of left the press conference. Or he should have should have like froze his face and had someone slam the computer down. Yeah, and be like, yeah, oh, it's glitching, that. and then be like, "Oh, sorry, Zoom glitch." The uh, my quote or question I actually have from a pitcher, and I'm sure if it's a UVA pitcher. Oh. Um, he said after after uh, I forgot who they played where they closed out, but he came in and closed out, and they Old Dominion. Old Dominion. Stephen, how do you say his last name? Stephen Shock. Show or shock or uh, he shocked the world with his quote. Yeah. And he said. Uh, they were talking about, you know, the moment, like how'd you feel in the moment kind of stuff, kind of genuine journal, journalist, big J journalist questions. But he goes out there and he says, on the microphone, he goes, yeah, quote, I heard a fan offer free Dippin' Dots if I blew it, which the pr- with the price of Dippin' Dots with inflation is just unreal. So for a brief moment, I thought Dippin' Dots sound pretty good. But also, I figured that if we win today and win tonight – that's more per diem, so I can afford my own dipping dots and be a winner at the same time. And so he went out there and pitched, uh, went out there and closed the game out for the Hoos. Yeah, it was an awesome moment. He got some dipping dots sent to him. I don't know if you saw that. Oh yeah, like two big bags of dipping dots, which I think dipping dots per per pound cost more than like gold bullion. I didn't even know Dippin' Dots made it past the 2009-10 turn. I, I didn't know they were still around. I think they only exist at baseball parks. Oh, that's what it is. I'm going to a baseball park in a, in a long time. They, because dipping dots require some sort of like deep freeze in order to look like this, you're eating the proper amount of styrofoam, colored styrofoam. I was definitely addicted to those at the mall growing up. So I, I totally, I totally see where he's coming from. 
<laughs> oh man, it was it was great. UVA baseball, like you said, playing what is it Saturday or Sunday? Saturday and Sunday uh, at least, because it's a two. If if they win two or uh, get lost, they lose two in a row, it's over. But uh, it's a three game series, so it, it would go into Monday if there's a game three. Co- college baseball. Oh, I saw. Uh, shout out to Oklahoma. They won their uh, softball. They're happening at the same time. Oklahoma softball won the national championship over Florida State. Florida was, State won. Oh man! So that shows oh, you. What, that shows you what I, I was. I was sitting on the couch, hopped over a bunch of painkillers, and I was like, "Oh, look, they won!" and didn't actually uh, commit that to memory. It's all good. You're a Big Twelve guy, I'm an ACC guy, so it makes sense. <laughs> all right, sports fans, when we come back. Plenty to. Plenty of news to report from the NFL. Uh, the NBA playoffs are going down. So stay tuned. This is Teton Sports Talk here on 89.1 KHOL.
And Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Seaman, and my loyal co-host, Graham Trainer. Hello, Massey. All right. Yeah. All right. A little better than Howdy Partner. Maybe we'll stick with Howdy Partner. Was that what was that your Bane impression? I I was trying to go into Bane. I think I ended up just doing uh Sean Connery. Oh. So 
yeah. from, from the rock. Yeah, you know how Ireland is getting they're like not in the United Kingdom anymore. I think I'm just making, you know, political references. Stick to sports. Um, I will say if you <laughs> if you if you missed our last segment, download it. We uh one with the headline TST, wherever podcasts are found, download it, rate, review. Also, when this airs, it will be my father's birthday. So happy happy birthday, Papa Z, just to throw that out there. Does he want us to shout out his uh, what he's turning, or no? Is he turning sixty-two? I think he's yeah he's he's he's, uh, he's in his thirties. Thirties, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Class is sixty-six, turning thirty-three. So you guys are the same age. Yes. <laughs> very very interesting. Um, it's like some uh, some Jerry Springer stuff. I don't think it was like that. I think I'm probably just doing a little white lie, you know, not not tell everybody his age. But let's uh, we're moving on. The Nets and the Bucks just went final. Trainer, your reports on the game. Reports on the game were uh, excited to see the series pushed on. Uh, KD almost hit a three to tie it up at the end of regulation. But Chaboy, Drew Holiday, J. Ru came through with a huge layup, and then the Nets missed like think their last three shots. So uh, this game will not, or this series will not be a sweep. Which is kind of what it was looking like. It was a it was a very light, light, low scoring game, reminiscent of the '80s and '90s uh, Eastern Eastern Conference scores. So it was like 80, 86, 83 was the, the final. Damn, our boy Joey buckets on the Nets though. Bad offense or good defense? Who knows? I don't know. The, what's so funny surrounding just kind of like the Dallas Clippers storylines, the Bucks. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, uh, no. Uh, uh. Everyone's talking about how the Bucks are going to have to blow it up and get a new GM and a new coach and yada, yada, yada. But no one took into account the fact that Nets assembled the greatest offensive team ever to play the game. And the Bucks are like, well, if they get sweeped by the Nets, then that the they need to really restructure and, and their whole thing up there in Milwaukee. It's like, why? Because the Nets are so freaking good. They're just a buzzsaw. Oh, I see, I see what you did there. Yeah. You don't, you, want to, you don't want to talk about the match. You just want to talk about the – they may have to say, could Giannis win it all? Do they have enough? Right. It's it's one of those yeah, it's one of those headlines where it's like, well, you just ran into the best team ever assembled. So like why would you hate yourself and tr- try to blow it all up when you got a good thing going there in Milwaukee? It's just it's just odd. Well that's a good point. And they don't even have Harden playing right now, so that's also a big a big uh, thirty point 20, 20 to thirty point player who's just kind of hanging out there not being able to play because his hamstring. What is the latest on Harden? Days or weeks? I feel like it'd be surprising if you played this series. Okay, so they might as well just save him for the Eastern Conference Finals then. Whoa, dude, Bucks. I thought, you were, I thought we were a Bucks show. What happened here? Well, I'm a Joey Bucket show and I'm a bit Fair of a enough, realist. Yeah. So I think the Bucks are not going to win this series. I guess we are. That's right. We should probably stick to our guns, root for the UVA team, and Malcolm Brogdon's going to have a new coach as well. Had, had they finished their coaching over there in the Pacers? No, no, the, I don't think the hunt's really started. I'm thinking Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd, and Malcolm Brogdon together at last. I could, I could see that. So the Nets are leading the Bucks two to one in the, in the uh, other part of the East. The 76ers and the Hawks are tied one one. They play tonight, right? They will play, I believe, tomorrow. Tonight is the second game. Or no, what am I? What am I trying to? Clippers. The Clippers are playing tonight against Utah. So I think. Uh, with uh, the Wizards, good Lord, up to something to pass tonight. I believe the Sixers and Hawks will play tonight slash Friday. And, yeah, so that will be a good uh, game two to see who – sorry, game three to see who goes up by two. 
2-1. Right. And B, everyone's looking at Joel Embiid's knee, wondering how long it's going to last. Everyone's looking at Trey Young, seeing if he can pull that magic out he did against the Knicks. I haven't heard any villainous stories about Trey Young, so I need him to get – I don't know. I need him to be meaner, I guess, and talk a little more trash. He seems to have a dance for every single move that he does. Well, in New York and in, in Madison Square Garden, you know, you can become a villain, but it's kind of on a stage because you're on Broadway. You right. Go to and do that, and you go to Philly and do that, you get stabbed in the street. So I think he's kind of picking his, <laughs> he's, he's picking his battles. Boy, do we love Philadelphia. Um, what's yeah. what's also unfortunate about the Hawks, DeAndre Hunter is missing the remainder of the postseason, and you've heard it from oh. his coach. You've heard it from his coach that he is the – the X factor when it comes to de- on ball defense and that spark needed on offense. He just provides a little bit more than the, uh, than the other role players and Deandre Hunter, unfortunately out the rest meniscus tear, but he did make the trip. So maybe they're, maybe they're doing some stem cell stuff. I don't know. Uh, you can only hope ironically, Nate McVillan, the Hawks coach now was the one who got fired by the Pacers. And they, I think only have this coach. I don't even know his name. Some short wall, some short white guy with bald head. Um, I'll call him that. He obviously was a one or two and done. So he didn't last very long after they fired McMillan. Bad move. Uh, turns out. And uh, let's go over to the other, let's go to the West. You said the Clippers and the jazz play tonight. The jazz with Donovan Mitchell look like championship caliber team. Yes, I'm hoping I'm hoping the Jazz, I'm hoping the Suns go to the finals, obviously. I think that would be cool to see Chris Paul finally get over the hump. Finally all those wiener punches pay off in his career. Oh, I was and talking about the you, Jazz. No, I'm saying I'm hoping the Jazz and Phoenix be oh, 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 in, in the I Western see. Conference Finals. But yes. I'm definitely kind of root for Phoenix here. Uh to and I like I like Crowder, I like Aiden, I like Booker. So but I, I think the Jazz are also a good story. It's funny that um, Dwayne Wade, he's he's kind of half, he's like kind of an assistant coach, but a, like and fan, he's like a fan assistant coach to the team. Yes. And he's the one, he was the one who's saying they need to blow up the front office after they got the one seed. So I don't know how that's, I'm sure the fans are fine with it. I don't know how it's being taken, but it's kind of an interesting small story that nobody talks about. How Dwayne Wade's kind of throwing the front office under the bus, but he's also playing uh, civilian coach uh, to Don, Donovan Mitchell's career. And all, like he was on the floor meaning sitting on the floor, not playing. He was right. sitting on the floor coaching up Donovan Mitchell, and he said he got the blessing from the coach and to to give him tips. And that's got to be like – I mean, Pat Riley said he wants LeBron to play for Miami, and that's called tampering. Surely there's a rule against player coach sitting on the sideline in a civilian, in a civilian seat giving the star player pointers. I'm guessing it's because he's a silent partner that he – that part gets waived, the tampering part. But oh. you're completely, you're, you're completely right, though. And am I right when I say this? Clippers, Jazz, Suns, and Nuggets. Has any one of them won a championship? Clippers, no. Jazz, no. And then Nuggets. The Jazz were once the. Um, sorry, what am I? The Jazz were once the New Orleans Jazz they back in the day. Didn't win with that. I don't think they. Won, I, don't think, I don't think they won one there. So I'm pretty sure you are correct in all the. Western Conference teams, including the Suns, have not won a title. Suns came close with Barkley. Jazz came close with Carl Malone. And Nash and uh, Sean, Mar- Sean Marion. Oh, that's right. The yeah. Nuggets had Carmelo, and I can't remember if they did anything. No. And the Clippers have always been bad. Always been bad. Except for when CP3 and, and Blake, uh, who now plays for the Nets, well, oh my gosh, Blake Griffin, they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and and now you know the Clippers have Paul George, uh, who's the best player in playoff history. So now the sky's the limit. So let's let's focus in on on uh, the Suns and the Nuggets. We've talked about the Clippers and the Jazz a little bit, but the Suns look like they're in true form as well. Devin Booker is filling it up, forty points a game. Chris Paul, which he's going for his first conference finals, is that right? First conference finals, gunning for I, it, right? Well, I can't remember if he's ever gone to the finals or he's. I feel like he's gone to the conference finals with Houston, but I could be incorrect there. It might have been he always. Actually, I think you're right. I think he was always eliminated in the second round, so he's never been to a conference or NBA finals. I think it's great that he is getting this opportunity, especially as the not like not the featured person, because as like if you have a dominant scorer like Devin Booker who's filling it up and everyone, no, no one else touches the ball all night and all of a sudden it's the fourth quarter and someone needs to shoot. They're like, I've shot three times this entire game. How am I supposed to like be in rhythm? Chris Paul can do that as a veteran. He can be in the fourth quarter be like, hey, you need a 12-foot jump shot? I got one of those. You need like a, a transition three? I can hit one of those too. And kind of alleviates the pressure off of Booker. And so I'm looking at the Suns to come out of the West out of these four teams. Yeah, and a good, a good representation of – how solid they are across the board is I think eight, not eight, maybe six or seven players scored in double digits in game two against the Nuggets, which is impressive and pretty balanced, pretty balanced. And their uniforms are, are hard, by the way, they're hard to digest the Valley. Yeah. The, the Suns. I, and let me throw the jazz in there too. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh God, what I, are I you doing? Whole, what team I am a, I watching? I had a whole jazz rant. So they have, you see the logo at commercials or I, I watch the game right now at the bottom scoreboard. The Jazz have the colors navy blue, purple, green, and yellow. And then on the court, they have brown, red, orange, yellow, and a kind of and a black. So they have, I think, eight to nine different team colors right now, which is kind of kind of a lot. That's too and much. Maybe it's maybe it's for pride. And otherwise, I will you know retort, I will retort my entire statement there. Yes. But I think it's pretty ridiculous to have ten colors for one team. I think aren't they supposed to be limited to like three and then an alternative black jersey? I thought that was so. I thought that was sports related. It's like you get th- you get at at least two colors, and then a th- you get a black jersey, and then you get a a third color of your liking. Uh, things are lawless out west. You never know. You just ne- you just never know. Enough about the NBA. Do, do we want to go on to the uh, the NFL? Yeah, let's do it. The um well the Julio Jones trade happened. That was uh thanks thanks to you heard it here first on Teton Sports Talk. But Julio I'm Jones bowing. for the for the people not watching on CBS All Access, I'm bowing right now. You're bow- <laughs> uh Julio Jones is off to the Titans. Does this increase the Titans chance of winning a Super Bowl? Did Vegas quiver at all, or they're not taking Julio Jones seriously until he's on the field? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know if it's I don't know if the odds changed for the Titans. I guess they probably did by a little bit, and maybe they jumped like right behind let's say the chiefs and the bills or something. And they're maybe they jumped ahead of the Ravens for the, for the AFC. Yeah. But I mean, it is a big, it is a big, a big get. Obviously there's questions about his um, ability to stay on the field. There's questions about Ryan Tannehill as a deep threat quarterback, but, and then being a run heavy team with Derek Henry. Uh, but no, I mean, obviously the prize piece barring like, you know, obviously Russell Wilson did get traded. Deshaun, I don't know what Deshaun's doing. He's still in trouble, and he's saying he wants to go to the Broncos, which is very questionable. But it's definitely the biggest move of the offseason. I think Julio Jones, if he stays in the field, will. I mean, everyone calls him the best receiver in the game. I would just would I would just hate for him to like 
be the guy that played it for one team for 10 years and then like hobbled over to another team and like faded out of into oblivion or faded into oblivion because he keeps getting hurt. And I just want to see the Titans. They, they're obviously going to win their division if Julio Jones stays healthy, right? Like that's a no, no brainer. Uh, well, dude, the Colts have uh, Carson Wentz now, so oh, I forgot about old Indianapolis and Carson Wentz, who hasn't done anything <laughs> since like week three you, of 2017. Heard, excuse me, have you heard of Trevor Lawrence for the Jaguars? I'm sorry, he's gonna lose out to Tim Tebow, bro. You gotta play. You gotta play these games. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You you have to play the game. Um, I, I NFL has been pretty quiet. I know that Russell Wilson took the stand and said, oh, I wanted to play in Seattle. I've always wanted to play in Seattle, except for nice he game. was shopping around. Yeah, that's nice damage control. That's like a guy getting caught looking at booty pics on Instagram and saying like, no, like I, I, I always wanted to be with just you. Just you know, research. Just, just kind of, yeah, just research. Also saw that Tom Brady had knee surgery. That's a no-brainer. They're like, did you know that Tom Brady needed knee surgery all season? It's like, no, but no, duh. We're such grasping at straws now when it comes to the NFL. We see people on football pads and shorts, and we're like, "Oh yeah, NFL. Let's let's cook up some storylines." Tom Brady's knee. Yeah, oh. the reason I didn't, the reason we didn't know that is because he's not Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger is <laughs> like, I broke my knee three three times, four times last season. Did you not see the ice packs? Should I put on more ice packs for my press conference? <laughs> the um, but uh, we can move on to. What do you have? We have Friday headlines. Friday headlines. Yeah, I got a good one. Uh, I'm enjoying this KD, uh, Kevin Durant versus Jay Williams, uh, former Duke guard who uh, famously ran a motorcycle into a tree and ruined his career for the Bulls. But now he's, you know, obviously a, a staple on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And he had said, he said something about them being at a party and he went up to KD and he said something along the lines of if Anthony Davis and you, meaning KD, had a baby, it would be Giannis. And KD flipped out on him and said, you can never, ever compare me to Giannis. And Jay Williams brought this up on a show, and then KD went onto Twitter and went bananas. I think I have the, we'll do a second quote or question of the week if I still have this up. He said, mans will do anything to advance their careers in this media shiz. Yeah. We'll go with that. Katie, Katie is wanting. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. I'm sorry. Wanting to be accepted by an industry that will dispose of you whenever they please. Keep me out. Keep me out. All that corny ass talk about who's better and legacy and all that dumb ass shiz. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even talk like that. What's so funny. It's so funny that Jay Williams, I saw him today be like, he was like, you know, I'm not a liar. I wouldn't lie about this. But it's like, you might. You absolutely might because you know that KD is a is a triggered millennial online. And, like, KD owns it, which I kind of like. I'm not opposed. At first, I was opposed to it. And now KD's like, no, I am who I am. I'm just gonna, If you talk trash about me, I'm going to talk trash about you. I'm just a human being. And I'm like, okay. Part of me respects that. But Jay Williams, you know, with that Duke legacy, I can just see him bending the truth a little bit yeah totally but i'm I'm a big i'm a big fan of using the kind of the if so-and-so and so-and-so had a baby they'd be so-and-so so So i kind of side with jay on this because i would you know i've I've done this before i've said if harrison ford and george Clooney had a baby it'd be bradley cooper you know okay kind of just chit chat but uh either way it's definitely a heated a heated rivalry that i didn't see coming 
Jay Williams. Um, okay, uh, are you ready for my Friday headline? Do it. Jim Harbaugh retires after controversial – excuse me. Jim Harbaugh retires after doubling down his defense for Bo Schimbecker. Schimbeckler. Really? Do you, you know, know with the college playoffs maybe expanding? Okay. Do you know Do you know anything about Bo Schimbecker? Uh, Schimbecker. Name? Is that the quarterback? No, he is uh, – he's an old Michigan, like, head coach. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's I think right. they named the stadium after him, or he's got a couple buildings named after him. But he yeah. basically is – it's coming out as he is a – another big 10 Joe paw and was covering Uh-oh. up some, some pedophiles in his ranks. Wow. I totally, a, a I told, one totally Dr. Robert Anderson was abusing kids and Schimbeckler was told by his son of the abuse and dismissed it and went about his way. Wow. Uh, his son was involved personally, or he just said he knew about no, it. His son from... was, his son was a victim. Oh yeah. Victim. So, wow. Yeah. Just wait for that shoe to drop. Everyone's focused on the NBA playoffs, but something's got to be done about that. Damn, dude, that's so anti-mafia. You gotta, you gotta go with the family there. You can't turn your, turn a cheek to your kid being abused. That's that's pretty messed up. Um, I'm gonna guess the statue's gonna come down. That bronze statue of old old Bo coming down. See ya. Why- and the, and and rename it Jim Harbaugh Stadium. How is Jim Harbaugh still coaching at Michigan? You remember when he like he was like the next thing? Oh, was, like, 100%. ten he, years ago. He went, because he's he's an alum and he played he went to a he went to a Super Bowl in the NFL so he's got like a, a ten year what, what do you want to call it buffer because of his past accolades he he made Stanford relevant in football yeah it's always always the, the stuff with coaches is always about the past it's like Jim Fox got Jim Fox got like twelve different jobs because he took the Panthers to Super Bowl in two thousand two or something also it's very strange that Michigan only hires the Michigan man. We're only going to hire someone who understands Michigan. It's like, what is there to understand about Michigan? You have your trees are pretty and you got a couple of lakes. I get it. But like, I mean, also, why is the Big Ten full of a bunch of creeps? Michigan State, Michigan, Penn State. What are y'all doing? It's the, it's the Midwest. It's just, yeah, it's just a strange place. Um, Sports fans, that's all we got here on Teton Sports Talk. Please download our podcast. Look us up. Rate, review. Oh, I have a. I, I got my headline. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you, the Jay Williams KD one was the headline. No, no, that was just my, my one of my news, my boy, my boy beef moment of the week. Oh, I'm man versus drama. I'm sorry, I mixed that up. What is your Friday headline? Don't let me cut you off. So that was a great, that was a great closing though that you're doing. I'm sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> um, mine is so another retirement. We're doing we're doing lots of retirements. I like this. Aaron Rodgers retires. Yes. And then and then a few days to weeks later, Drew Brees comes out of retirement. Beats out Jordan Love, takes the Packers to a Super Bowl and wins. And then in 2022, this is kind of a bonus. Yes. Roger, Aaron Rodgers comes out of retirement, mm-hmm. plays for the New Orleans Saints, and goes 5-11. and 11. I like everything about the 5-11 and 11 part. Or sorry, 5-12. and 12. We have 17 games now. Correcting oh. myself. Man, the, the idea of Aaron Rodgers being a Saint, Graham. I like everything about that. <laughs> I will brush all his personal baggage under the rug and be like, yeah, I loved him the whole time. Loved him in Green Bay. I'll just start, I'll just start uh, making that up. Even over uh, T- Taysom Hill and, and Jameis? You'd rather have Aaron Rodgers? Uh, yep. Oh, okay. Good to know. Okay. If Dak Prescott or Aaron Rodgers? Uh, 
Dak just signed with the, he left Adidas for the Jordan brand, so he's as good as Michael Jordan. So uh, I go Dak. Oh, so he's good at Michael Jordan at football. That's good. Yeah, he's a Michael Jordan at football, like Deshaun Watson once was. The uh, dang, all these quarterbacks falling from grace. Sports fans, that's all the time we have. Aaron Rodgers is becoming a saint. Jim Harbaugh is going to get fired. Big big news on Friday. Download our podcast. Look us up on uh, uh, wherever you find your podcast. Download, rate, Apple. review. Apple. Apple. Apple's popular. They're popular. Uh, give us five stars. Say what you ever want to say in the comments, but download, review, delete, download again. That's it, and that's all.